Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is a special Aries full moon update that I would normally talk about in the Compassionate Wisdom Circle which is hosted by Shanta Gabriel and I guess I can let our community know that our precious cargo has made it safely across the country from Mount Shasta, the top of the mountain, to Martha's Vineyard, an island on the East Coast. So we are very happy to know that she is safe and sound and getting set up in her beautiful new little cottage there. But we couldn't hold the circle because she literally just arrived. So I told her I would be happy to record this update for our circle. And of course, I'm happy to share it with the world as well. So if you have Aries, Libra, or Cancer, Capricorn energy strong in your chart, then this full moon is personal and lighting things up and activating some awareness. And the fact that I am getting to pre-record it gave me a chance to think a little deeper on a structure to put to it. So what I've decided to do is share with you a little bit of how I see the Aries full moon and what the surrounding energies are good for, which I kicked off in my own weekly forecast for this week with a quote that says, when we do the inner work of self-discovery, we become authentic. And when the Aries full moon is lighting up that area of life that is basically who you are, what you want, and your really important piece, let's say, of your purpose is in that Aries department. So it's always the time I give you permission to be selfish. It's not selfish, it's self-preservation. And it is an aspect of our being that we need to cultivate and that sometimes our family or culture or belief systems go against our own nature. That can make us sick in different ways. So there's an aspect of yourself that you have to know to remain independent and free. And Aries is all about it when it comes to remaining free and independent. That is the ultimate lesson. So I've told a lot of people with strong Aries in their chart, me included, You need help, you deserve help, but you're not going to get it because part of the lesson of having that strong Aries is that you have to do things yourself. First of all, can't nobody tell you nothing. Certain things that we all have to learn that no one can describe to you or tell you about and have you really get a sense of it. These things like childbirth. So that would be a woman-to-man thing. Men are never going to understand what that is because they don't go through that. So Aries likes to learn that way. Aries learns through doing, and that's the part of us in our chart. So, for example, mine is in my fifth house of creativity and children. So I like to start all kinds of new creative projects. But as you will also know with that Aries energy, they're very good starters, but they're not good finishers. So we always want to be able to pass the baton off to someone else and honor the fact that this is your initiatory energy and that it's a good thing to get things started But don't start anything you can't finish. So that's what we're looking at this month with the Aries full moon. We're looking at what is completely run its course in terms of who you are and what you want, where you want to be six months from now. Now, this particular full moon is, of course, directly linking into some way bigger patterns, which is, again, why I can do this little extra update and go a little deeper into these things. It's kind of fun. So I hope you're enjoying it as much as I'm enjoying putting it together for you. The other thing about Aries is it's the beginning. It's the beginning of our zodiac. So it always activates a new beginning of some sort. But endings precede the new beginning. So we have to deal with the full moon aspect of things that have come to their completion. And in this case, over the last six months specifically, and the other thing I want to say was that we are in a zone now for basically the next year and a half 
where the full moon precedes the new moon. So we're doing this clearing at the full moon in Aries around our individual needs and who we are and what we want and or what we don't want anymore or who we are not and that's just not our purpose anymore. 2020 has altered our fundamental purposes in a lot of ways. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that we have to regroup. So this full moon is lighting up what we can really let go of permanently in preparation for birthing at the Aries new moon six months from now, a completely new individual. That's one thing. But it's also the full moon preceding the Libra new moon. So what we want to think about in the month of October every year, but not always in this order, this is just the order for this year of 2020, where we're going to do the clearing first before we plant seeds in our Libra department for what we want in terms of relationships, collaborations, and partnerships. So you probably heard me say I like creative collaborations, reciprocal relationships, and profitable partnerships. So if we're planting seeds for that to be all new, at a minimum six months to a year, because that's how the new moons and full moons work, then what do you want in terms of your partnerships and collaborations over the next year? In order to have that, what do you need to let go of within yourself? What is within you that's blocking that from being possible or from blossoming sooner than later? That's what this full moon is helping us clear. And so it's not just about letting go of an old you that you might be attached to. It's more about clearing space so that you can have these new interactions going forward. So in my forecast, I say this full moon affords an incredible opportunity for a clean slate slash deep release of that which is no longer part of your identity or purpose. It's also a good time to release anything that creates imbalance within you or blocks your true independence in the world. This full moon kicks off another year of release work, which also means that you just completed a whole year of it too. So give yourself credit where credit is due. As you go forward, rather than feeling like things are overwhelming and moving too fast to process, let alone integrate, you should be able to see where you have done so much inner soul work, let's say over the last six months to a year alone, that you can now move through your own personal processes much faster. Now, of course, this won't be the case for everyone, in which case this Aries full moon might shine a bright light on exactly what aspects of self have put you in this position in the first place. It's basically going to make you feel it until you are so uncomfortable that you finally own it. Once you own it, you can deal with it, change it, and or release it altogether. But if you can't own it, you can't even get that far. If you can't see it, you can't own it. You have to be aware first then you've got to own it like, okay, my choices got me here, and that's always the Aries thing. It's always you. It's always you. Every Aries challenge in the world comes back to the individual. Then once you own it, you can change it. But if you can't see it and you can't own it, you can't change it. And so that's a big piece of this month's work because you want to clear out any shadow material that's blocking you from having the fulfilling relationships or the profitable partnerships that you deserve and that you desire and that you are working toward and putting all your resources and energy toward, right? Just keep in mind this is all rhythm and pattern, which means if you pay attention, you can consciously co-create with more ease and grace and much less frustration. That is the general vibe of any Aries full moon. But this one is special because it's plugging into larger cycles and making it personal for us as individuals. The sun in Libra is opposite the moon in Aries, and at the same time, Jupiter, Saturn, Pallas, and Pluto are all in Capricorn, creating a T-square, which is tension that has to be worked out by integrating the missing fourth leg consciously, and that would be the Cancer energy. We need to consciously nurture and develop what is trying to grow or be burst 
through us as individuals. We have to create space because something new is coming forth. It is a personal transformation, this full moon, and know that the luminaries are lighting you up in a way that is, one, purifying you on the deepest levels, and two, facilitating permanent change and transformation. So anything you are truly willing and ready to release, this is the moon to work with. In order for you to experience the level of relationship that you desire, what do you have to change or redefine about yourself? We're presenting ourselves in new ways, too. There's new gifts and aspects of self that are emerging. We've had to get super creative this year, so hasn't that unlocked parts of you you didn't even know were there? So what do you have to change or redefine about yourself so that you can magnetize that vibrational match? Whatever it is you're wanting to attract, you have to be that vibration first. Keep in mind that that applies to both personal and professional relationships, and any Aries moon is all about you. So do some mirror work or dig into your journals looking for your own patterns that you are finally truly over and trust that this cleansing is preparing you to be able to engage with others on a much higher level of integrity going forward. So that's the seeds we can plant here. There is so much extra energy around the Aries department, though. So I thought of a few other things I just wanted to put on the list for clearing completion. This is a good time for any healing work, anything you need to heal about yourself that would make you a better partner to others. That's on the table. Anything that you need to learn for yourself, having a skill set of some kind. Many of us, almost everyone this year, has had to get some kind of new skill set, one or two or ten. You've had to get some new skill sets just to navigate 2020. So what have you learned about yourself that you can use to your own advantage? Again, what are your gifts? If Aries is really strong, how are you a good leader? How are you good at getting things started? And then who supports you that you can pass off the day-to-day ongoing maintenance of things to once you get them started? There's a value in the starters. I've been one because I have five planets in Aries. So I used to be the person that came in and opened offices or businesses that people were just starting out, and I would open their office, set up all their computers and all their files and all their organizational stuff, help them hire the admin person that was going to be there day to day, and then I was out because I knew that I was a good starter, but I didn't want to be in an administrative office all my days. I don't mind going in for a little while, but then I always need a break. And so I was one of those people that was good at temp agency jobs, and I used to use it as my protocol to finding jobs. I would be somewhere where I could comfortably temp, where I wouldn't piss anyone off because I learned a month or two into it I didn't like it. So I catered to my nature in a way that, yes, a lot of people said was selfish and weird and different and whatever, but it worked for me, and it kept me from ever getting fired from jobs. That just didn't happen to me because I chose my job according to my nature rather than for money or for whatever. So when Aries is kicking like this and it's lighting things up of what you do and do not like about yourself, look for those gifts in the let's say, the things that you've never considered to be gifts, you know, where people might have been down on you about that aspect of your personality, but how can you flip it into something useful and relevant for others or for yourself? The moon, just being in Aries, puts that light right back on you. What's going on with you? How do you feel about this year? What have you postponed for yourself this whole year just to survive? We've all done it. We've all put something on the back burner this year that wasn't intended to be on the back burner. 
So what's going on there? And just, again, awareness kind of takes this thing out of things and at the same time hopefully takes you the next step to planning for when movement is possible or when you've done this clearing, what new energies you're going to bring in, like let's say in two weeks for the Libra new moon, right? Mars, the planet that rules Aries, that has everything to do with your passion and purpose and direction in your kind of personal individual life, it's how you spend your energy. It's how you channel the energy that flows through your being, essentially. It's your fuel in a lot of ways. So it's how you go after what you want, and it's your sacred masculine aspect, which is all up for a renewal, let's say, that happens every two years. But in a huge way, when it culminates after going through the whole, all 12 signs. Now, beginning in Aries is an even bigger clean slate than just the regular every two years retrograde that Mars does just to clear out the masculine. So think about how you negotiate on your own behalf, how you hold your own boundaries, and how you get your ideas out in the world. How do you get anything done in your life, whether it's personal or professional, and how can you upgrade that? Then we have these two goddesses that are in Aries that a lot of people say are stirring up trouble, but I like to look at them again for what their nature serves. So Eris in Aries, which is basically a very long time, from 1922 through the 2040s, so she's getting toward the end of Aries here. So that's why she's locking into our pattern this month, connecting with the Capricorn stellium going on. And that's part of the reorganization in the world. She causes discord in the world because her essential nature has everything to do with the rising sacred feminine against the imbalance of the controls of patriarchy. This is a direct response to patriarchy. And she too has been through the zodiac and back to Aries. So it's a new day. Right now, this, in, in the last, in this century, this is what it's at. This is what's up. So I did find a little list from the CIA, which is Cosmic Intelligence Agency, is an astrological group of wonderful people that do a lot of articles and classes and things you'd like it if you are learning. But they have an article on Eris here, and they had some bullets that I wanted to share. The Eris archetype manifests as a reaction to established authority, not necessarily violent, but usually by those who raise issues and speak the truth or do not bow down to authority. So you can see where I've gotten in trouble with that one my whole life. (laughs) Being left out, ostracized for being different. The uninvited. Her mythology speaks to not being invited to a wedding because she is so disruptive and can be revengeful and confrontational. But essentially, she's fighting against inequality, unfairness, and injustice. So we like her. We're not going to be mad that she's stirring up trouble because she's actually doing it for very good reasons. What we want to consider with Eris, when I read a little deeper and went into some other articles about her, is how our very small choices make these very big impacts. They have these huge consequences or responses from others. So this is why an, an Aries full moon is so good for letting go of aspects of your personality that are basically do self-sabotage. It's the ways that we do ourselves in rather than what other people do to us. When it's Aries, it's what you do to yourself to block your own good that we want to clear out at this full moon. And so how have you not stood up for what you believe in and would like to have a little more courage to do that? Let's do the clearing necessary this month for that. Think about the small actions you can take that have big results. 
I talked about this a couple months ago on another audio. My husband and I usually eat around 8 or 9 o'clock at night because we don't go to bed until late 12, 1 o'clock. But we switched to 6 o'clock eating. It's made a world of difference. Sleep is better because the digestion gets done earlier. Everything is better. Losing weight because we don't have all those extra calories late at night. So there's little things. All we did was move it two hours. That's all we did. He's still on the same shift. I'm still working on the same thing. All we did was move it two hours. And it took me a minute to get used to it because I am a night owl. My schedule is all opposite to everybody else. But it's working for me now, and I'm working on the sleep next. (laughs) So it's the little things that you can do to make yourself stronger for what's coming, essentially, too. So let's use this Aries full moon, which is going to take six months before we get to the Aries new moon in spring, when we really will have more options and choices than we can see right now. We will also be more clear about who we are and what we want as individuals by then too. The way I keep seeing things happen around here and the the layout of the planets and when I go even meet myself, I'm, I'm looking to start some things too. But it's almost like we could start something in October, but then it'll change in November. And you could start something in November, but it's going to change in December. And you could start something in December, but it's going to change in January. So my thing is, why not pull back, do what the energy support, which is a lot of personal inventory, and prepare yourself for new choices and opportunities in the spring? And how can you secure the resources you have now, keep them safe for this six-month journey that in America is going to be a rough road? It's going to be a very rough road. So we have to kind of prepare ourselves mentally, emotionally, and physically for scaling back a lot of things anyway. And it's all good. This is the other thing I want to be optimistic about and I want you all to be optimistic is that this is just what it looks like. It's hard to watch folks who don't really know or understand what's going on. But the earthly cycles are right on time and even the human cycles, we can do this. This is the rebirth of a new social order that let's say everyone's going to be aware of now. Whereas along the way, over these last 20 years, there's a whole bunch of us that woke up in 2000. There's a whole bunch of people that woke up in 1980. There's a whole bunch of people that woke up in 1960. See what I mean? So we're waking up every 20 years on social levels. Things evolve. And goodness comes out of that and tragedy comes out of that too. So how can you navigate with as much wholeness for yourself that you can manage. That's the other Aries part of this month is what can you handle? Know that all of that is happening in an area of the chart that tells me we need an upgrade of our personal values and priorities. That's where this cleansing and completion has run its course. What we used to value six months ago or a year ago, or if we're looking at lunar cycles, then it's nine and 18 years. Either way, things have run their course, you're a new person, you have new desires, you have new needs, you have new direction, you have a new purpose, you want to tell a new story. We talked about this all year long, is about rewriting your story in a better way that makes more sense to you. So this full moon goes a long way in helping that as well. And like we said early on, being authentic. Whatever you can clear out is helping you to be more authentic going forward. And everything that you can release is clearing space for better partnerships and more support to be able to be there for you. But there's some things that you got to just get out of your own way on and accept that we have to learn to do it in another way. And it's okay, but it's just a process.
And a lot of times with Aries energy, we want to cut and dry and upfront and like this and everybody knows what you're talking about. But that's not the world we're in because we're birthing a new social order. We're birthing a new world in a lot of ways. And so some things are known and some things are unknown. That's always the case when we're at the end of a cycle, moving into a new beginning of a cycle. There's some knowns and some unknowns. But the Aries full moon in and of itself, let's say, giving you two weeks to think about your own independence, courage, conviction, willingness to even take that first step, your independence within the context of your relationships and community. You know, where do you feel burdened, overcommitted, and overwhelmed with other people's stuff? Let go. Simplify. Facing your fears so you can be more courageous. That's a lot of what this full moon is. Might be lighting up the fears, but then think of it as lighting them up so you can release them. So you can actually see them to release them consciously. Risk-taking, initiating new beginnings, always an airy thing. So if we're in a clearing mode like the full moon is, then what needs to be cleared so that you can take a new risk or move in a new direction? The Aries house, the Aries department of life is where you need to renew that independence and be more responsible for yourself or your creation, whatever that may be. Be aware of extremes around giving and receiving. Process and release any anger around not getting your way. Renew dedication to a noble cause. Sometimes it is bigger than us, and sometimes it's self-preservation time. But I know for myself, I have learned over these years, especially with the astrology, and most of you know this, the shamanic astrology connects things to a bigger pattern, to a bigger cycle, to earth and sky. It's a bigger purpose, and it gives me a base to operate from when I do feel so small and ineffective and irrelevant. Then spirit comes in and says, no, there's still people who need to learn about the rhythms of earth and sky. And since I love it so much, I have volunteered to help with that. We definitely have to release survival mode for self-preservation. There is a difference. Aries and Scorpio are related. Historically, they both could be ruled by Mars or Pluto. Either way, they're kind of the higher and lower octaves of Pluto and Mars together. So it's our will and our power, our willpower. So are we going to channel that into survival mode or self-preservation? Self-preservation feels a lot better to me. I've done survival mode. It's not fun, and it's really not good for years on end. Balance your personal goals with your social contribution. Begin anchoring the new identity or image seated with the Aries new moon. Okay, so six months ago, I know this is crazy because that was spring of 2020 and we were in the thick of it, but something came to light that now you can look at as either being a true piece or part of yourself or something that maybe never was or has run its course and you can let it go pretty easily. So just ask yourself, where have you started things but not finished in the last six months? How can you channel your energy and emotions more conscientiously? How can we pray that up for everybody else too? What is motivating your actions at this time? What motivates you when things are this challenging? Fear or love? What are you motivated by? You've got to know that. Are you distracted by others' dramas or fully engaged in your own life? And see, you all know me. I'm an analog girl in the digital world all day, and I much rather have the direct connect. And so I like to be fully engaged. But that goes along with the people who like to be deeper versus superficial as well. What aspect of self has evolved and must be anchored now? And are the results of your actions effective and positive or ineffective and negative? Results of your actions, 
we're back to those small choices make a big difference or small actions make a big difference as well. Are you being effective or ineffective? And are you clear about who you are and what you want at this time? That's what this full moon can help light up so that if you can do that clearing and if you can really tap into what is important to you, then hopefully you can negotiate on your own behalf in those relationships and partnerships, right? Now, the other little added thing to our energy here is Mercury retrograding in Scorpio coming up soon, coming to a theater near all of us. So keep that in mind. It goes backwards October 13th and forward November 3rd. But when it is retrograde in Scorpio, this is when we can commune with our souls. And when we do tap into those deeper emotions, it's also the part of us that's not only dark and negative, and I always like to touch in that with the Scorpio. Scorpio is the power to create. It's really juicy. And right now, Mercury in our Aries full moon chart is conjunct Juno, what we're deeply wedded to or committed to. In Scorpio, our soul. She's just starting her little trek through there, which I think is a good couple of months. We are learning how to commune and commit with our souls again. That's what this Mercury retrograde is really helping you do. Also going to help you own your own shadow because it, you know, between the full moon lighting it up and Mercury making you conscious of these darker parts of yourself, this is where the work has to begin. And if you can own your shadow and acknowledge it, give it something to do, it'll serve you in the end. We're definitely reclaiming the power of your mind. What do you let into your conscious field of awareness? Because it matters. It's like food for the digestive tract. Whatever you see, hear, speak out of that head of yours really, really matters. And it's a powerful, powerful tool that when Mercury is retrograde, we get to review and go back over and reclaim some parts. And so that may be where you have been able to be superficial or ride the top layer for a long time and get away with it, and now some deeper truths are being revealed. It's all good. It's all good. That's why we have community. (laughs) That's why you have me and Shanta. You can reach out for whatever support you need, but use the upcoming Mercury retrograde to really process and make some deeper connections if you can. You definitely want to honor your emotions and feelings of the really deep stuff that's come up over this last six months at least. Honor it and do your best to let it go. In general, the other themes of the chart for Aries Full Moon still speaks to us doing our own processing work and reconnecting with our authentic self. Like, What do you really love about yourself and where do you really want to contribute and be a part of something bigger than you? That's what we're exploring so that we can choose the partnerships and collaborations going forward or at least seed them. You know, I'm definitely seeding my partnerships and collaborations that I won't be able to do until 21, even if COVID wasn't happening, right? I still have many things to take care of myself before I'm going to be a good partner to someone else in that way. So I'm preparing space and I'm preparing the projects that I want to partner on right now behind the scenes, but I won't launch them until the new year. So think of the things that you can do to fortify yourself or your creation behind the scenes right now. How are you building and sustaining your own communities? Where are you getting this community support you need and where are you giving some support to others who need it? How does that work for you? This is what's up. Anytime Aries Libra is kicking, it's self versus other. How you do your own independent individual self and how you work with others in any kind of way. And we know that's all up for renewal. But it's better, in my opinion, to get clear about who you are and what you want than making those other choices get so much easier. 
So, all right, everyone. Of course, I could go on and on to the break of dawn, but this is just a full moon. It was just supposed to be a nice little update to help you navigate the next two weeks to the new moon when we will plant those seeds for some new partnership collaborations and relationships. Okay, last thing before we close out is the fact that we are having a full moon on October 1st and October 31st, which puts two full moons in a calendar month, making the second one a blue moon. That just tells me that we have two opportunities in the month of October to do some release work, and that's powerful. It also moves the full moon basically to the end of the month going forward. So that can prepare you too because, again, we're going to have this ending that precedes the new beginning. So this is Kelly Beard. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the Compassionate Wisdom Circle. And thank you, Shanta, for allowing me to share this with the rest of the world and my circle as well. So thank you, everyone. I will be in touch soon. Happy full moon.